Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno Shoemaker, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. Public speaking is usually more associated with a common fear someone has than a valuable skill, but in this week's episode, I spoke with Eileen Smith, founder of Spokesmith, about the value of public speaking. We discussed how it's an essential skill for CPAs, how to overcome a fear of public speaking, the best way to prepare, and much more. Eileen offers a course available on my.ohiocpa.com on public speaking and will present a session at the fall accounting shows on the topic. Here's what she had to say. I have been a public speaking coach for just over four years now. Before that, I was a U.S. diplomat for over 20 years. Through that, I spoke in venues all around the world. I have spoken to the United Nations. I have spoken to members of Congress and the press. More importantly than my public speaking experience is my coaching experience. When I was senior advisor to the deputy secretary of state, I coached her for speeches. First, it was just speeches I had worked on. Then she started calling me in for all of her speeches at the State Department, the United Nations, and the White House. And this new career for me, this was her idea. She said, you know, you could do this professionally. At the time, I was all, oh, thank you, that's nice. And I continued being fully engaged in my State Department career. But when I started to think about what to do after, I remembered that she said this, and I realized I've been doing this my whole life. I remember even coaching my college roommate for interviews. But I didn't want to rely just on my natural instincts. So I began to study, and I focused on public speaking, executive presence, and body language, because these are skills that affect and can improve the success of every organization's mission and increase the trajectory of every person's career. Now I have coached over 1,500 clients in top levels of media, banking, and technology companies. I'm a regular contributor to Business Insider and Fast Company. I'm on a mission to help people and their organizations show up at their best. And showing up at your best, I think everyone can appreciate how important uh, public speaking is for pretty much any role it can be applied to. Um, That's why it's such Mm -hmm. a critical skill. But how would you say that public speaking can be good for CPAs and accountants specifically? Sure. CPAs find themselves in public speaking situations all the time. Every time you speak up in a meeting, meet with a client, or make a presentation to the big boss, CPAs are putting their public speaking skills to work. Because every engagement, not just every time you're standing formally with a microphone, but every engagement you have inside your organization and with your clients and your broader CPA community is an opportunity to establish credibility and connect with your audience whether that is an audience of one being the big brass or a larger group. There's a story about Warren Buffett, and he 
so was speaking to the Columbia University Business School. And he told them in a, in a joking kind of way that he would right now invest $100,000 in each of their careers in return for a 10% stake in their career earnings. And then he said he would increase that to $150,000 if they would commit to taking public speaking classes because he said improving your communication skills can increase career earnings by 50%. And I'm sure, you know, that someone listening might might agree with everything that you just said, but they might be thinking, I'm not in a position where I will be giving speeches. Maybe I'm not in, even in a position where I give presentations that often. Why would I need to strengthen my public speaking skills? What would you say to that person? Sure. Again, I would say that every engagement is an opportunity. And I've got a story. I'm thinking about a client who I worked with earlier this year. His boss came to me to bring me on to coach this client because my client had created and brought to fruition a project over two years time that brought great success to the company. And my client's boss wanted him to be the one to talk about it in internal and external meetings and get the credit for his work. But my client was so deep in the details and visibly uncomfortable doing the speaking that that wasn't working well for anyone who wasn't already deep into the details. I worked with my client first on what he was going to say because he knew so much and was so deep in the details. We pulled it back and identified the main points about this project that people needed to know. And then we worked on the order in which to present them and created slides to help him stay within that structure. Then we worked on his actual presentation skills. We had him practice out loud. We removed the filler words from his speech. We improved his hand gestures and slowed down his movement. All of this gave him the ability to talk with established credibility about the project that he created and take credit for it in front of internal and external groups. This is important for everyone in the workplace because you want to be the one taking credit for your accomplishments. And maybe you don't have the boss who's going to bring in the public speaking coach to make that happen for you. Yeah. And I'm guessing probably most people like what a unique opportunity that that boss brought in a public speaking coach for, for their employee. Um, and I love the idea of taking credibility for, you know, the, the achievements and the things that you have completed successfully. It makes me think um, about executive presence, which you hear about every so often. Can you tell me what executive presence is and how public speaking can lend itself to that? Sure. A big piece of executive presence is about gravitas which is what you know and how you talk about what you know. It's not enough to be good at your job and have strong skills. If you want to maximize the trajectory of your career, you also have to present the image of a leader, the image of a person who is on their way up and who people want to listen to. 
Part of it is talking at the big picture level before you get down to details. For example, if you're kicking off a meeting or giving an update, start with the overarching reason you're gathering and then get into the details. This is important for you if you are looking to earn a promotion or advance your career. I was thinking about, I just finished over the last six months, a series of coaching with JP Morgan. They brought me in to coach their vice presidents because they wanted to be sure that their vice presidents were fully equipped to operate across the organization at their level to accomplish the goals they set out to achieve. I coached them on executive presence, behavioral style, and emotional intelligence. We did exercises around kicking off a meeting with a big picture approach and worked on their persuasion skills. All of this projecting the image of a leader can help you maximize the trajectory of your career. And Eileen, you just mentioned some additional things, you know, persuasion skills, emotional intelligence, and obviously executive presence is a part of that. And that makes me wonder, how does public speaking help enhance or maybe help support the the development of those other skills? Absolutely. CPAs find themselves using their communication skills all the time. And client relations in many ways is about public speaking and executive presence. I had a client who is a top level cybersecurity company. Their cyber warriors are brilliant with a computer. They can do all kinds of amazing work. But my client said to me, the extroverts among us are the ones who look at the other person's shoes when they're speaking, rather than looking at their own shoes. But all of these cyber warriors have to be client-facing. They brought me in to work with them on their executive presence, pulling back, talking about the big picture, focusing on what the client's goals were, instead of talking in the little details of what it is they were actually doing. We worked on confidence-building skills for them, and client presentation skills. These are the same kinds of concepts that CPAs would also want to work on. And when you say confidence building and presentation skills, can we get into that a little bit more? Because I'm sure people might say like, oh, that makes sense. But thinking about what does that really mean in, in real life? How can, how can they help? Um, or how can, how do you help them figure that out and develop those skills. Absolutely. Projecting confidence is a key piece of public speaking and executive presence. Even if you don't feel it on the inside, it is important to project it on the outside. Some of that is through posture. Some of that is through practicing, through positive visualization. I have a client who was a top executive in a major U.S. media organization. He was electric in front of a crowd. He could work a room. But with the pandemic 
And he had been stuck at home for a couple months, only talking to people through the very small screen on his laptop. He got feedback that he wasn't showing up well. He was not looking confident. His speechwriter brought me in. I watched some videos of what he was doing, and I thought, oh, here's the problem. He, His skills, his public speaking skills were great. But looking at him, he was all, he was hunched over, he's staring at the screen. He just wasn't, he wasn't projecting any confidence. I fixed his posture, his background, fixed the big earphones he was wearing on his head. Worked with him about how to engage an audience through a screen. All of these things helped to project confidence where it wasn't showing up before. And this is something you've touched on throughout our conversation so far, but the value in being a great communicator and communicating to um, external and internal uh, connections. How does communication connect with public speaking? Because someone might think, I'm, I'm good at communicating. I know how to communicate. I don't think I need to strengthen public speaking. What would you say to those people? I would say that's fabulous because <laughs> if you've already got it, that's wonderful. These are key skills. Practice is excellent for everyone. Preparing ahead of time. What are you going to say? Identifying your three main points that you want to deliver. Coming up with stories or relatable statistics around those points to make it all memorable and easy for people to take home with them and share with others. And practicing, feeling prepared and confident. These are all wonderful pieces of public speaking and communication skills so that you can always improve on the excellent skills you already have. And you just mentioned practicing and, you know, thinking of the points that you want to say ahead of time, something that I'm sure a lot of people are fearful fearful of when they do public speaking is maybe forgetting what they were going to say or just being so anxious and nervous ahead of time that they don't come across well. Uh, What advice would you offer them? Absolutely. It is completely normal to be nervous. Most everyone has some level of nerves when it comes to public speaking, and this is a good thing. That gives energy. If you come in and you're just bored because this event means nothing to you, well, then that's going to come across in your presentation. If you're feeling nervous, one of the important things is to remember that your audience wants you to succeed. If for nothing else than the selfish reason that it is uncomfortable to watch someone who is outwardly nervous. The energy gives you an extra boost in front of your audience. The most important immediate thing you can do if you're feeling nervous for something is to reframe that anxiety as excitement. Tell yourself you are excited for this event or, wow, I've got a lot of energy for this rather than, oh, I am nervous. Other key pieces are preparation, which means knowing what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, Often having notes on a piece of paper, even if you're not going to use them, is a nice safety net to have. Confidence building through positive visualization, through power posing, 
those kinds of things. And then breathing exercises. If you're feeling more excited and energetic than you would like to, breathing exercises can be really helpful ahead of time. And if you're feeling in the moment while you're speaking, like your heart rate is up and maybe your breath is feeling a little, is sounding a little breathy, your symptoms are coming on, you're starting to sweat or forgetting what you're going to say, take a couple deep breaths. Just stop what you're doing and breathe deeply through your diaphragm. It might look like you're breathing. It might also look like you're taking a thoughtful pause. Either of these is better than looking like your symptoms are spiraling out of control because they're not going to get any better if you don't get oxygen to your brain. I know you mentioned posture, um, you know, being aware of of uh, what you're wearing. Are there any other ways that appearance plays into public speaking? Because like we know with the pandemic, um, it's kind of in a wide range of, of looks on the screen. You know, it's, it's difficult when you're not in the office or maybe in a typical uh, boardroom that you would be presenting in normally. Absolutely. There is a fascinating study between Harvard Medical School and Massachusetts General Hospital. It found that people form their first impressions in 250 milliseconds. That is one quarter of a second. And people have already formed their first impression based on your clothes, grooming, and body language. This is because it's our primal instinct back from the beginning of time is we needed to instantly be able to assess threats, put someone in the category of friend, foe, or neutral. The way you take this in, whether you're in the office or on a screen, is to dress, you want to dress appropriately, right? And nowadays things are a lot more casual. But as I told my clients at the cybersecurity company, you can wear a really nice hoodie if you're in a hoodie-wearing environment. Your clothes should be in good shape and they should fit you well. You know best what works in your situation. And my husband is a CPA. He's going back to work in the full outfit that he used to wear. So it really depends on where you're going and who you're going to be with, how you're going to dress. But still, the grooming, make sure you've taken care of your hair, make sure you look good, you want nails to be in good shape, and then the body language. We were talking about posture. I like to think of a string pulling me straight up to the ceiling. That keeps all of this up strong. Or if you're sitting in a chair, use a chair as a tool. You can sit on the front edge, perch on the very end of the chair, plant your feet flat. Then having flat feet, especially if you're feeling a little uncomfortable, is excellent to push your anxiety into the ground. Also, if you want to scoot back, you can sit in the way back of the chair and use the backrest to help keep you upright. I find when people sit in the middle of the chair, they tend to slump over. There are studies that show that between 50 to 80% of communication is nonverbal. 
And you have touched on so many great points about how public speaking can be beneficial to someone's career, especially for CPAs. Can you tell me more about the course that you're offering? Absolutely. I would deeply encourage anyone who wants to improve their public speaking, executive presence, anyone who is looking to move up in their career. My course is called Power Your Public Speaking. It is a guide to preparation, confidence, and career success. It is QAS self-study at 5.5 CPE and is available on the Ohio CPA website. This course is an excellent resource if you are looking to earn a promotion or advance your career. The first half talks about what to do, and the second half has specific sections on how to do it. If you are giving a speech, if you are trying to present yourself over video, maybe you're going to be on a panel. It's got the how to work on, how to respond when someone says, so tell me about yourself. It also has a section in there on job interviews just in case you are looking to move up. Is there any uh, parting advice that you would offer to listeners about maybe they're interested in public speaking, thinking about getting involved? What would you say to them? I would say absolutely. Again, Warren Buffett said you can increase your career earnings by 50% by working on your public speaking and communication skills. These skills can improve the success of your organization's mission, how well everyone at your firm or your company are accomplishing their jobs and increase the trajectory of your career. These are skills that you can work on today and put to use for you immediately. Thank you to Eileen for joining us to talk more about the value of public speaking. Like she's mentioned, you can purchase her course available now at my.ohiocpa.com called Power Your Public Speaking, a guide to preparation, confidence, and career success, and register for the October or November accounting show to hear her session. You can find the links to both of these in the show notes. And what would you like to hear on the podcast? You can let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.